0: Welcome to issue number five of TLDR. I am your host, Backcracker Dr. Joe, and this good-looking fella over to my side is Nick Fryer. Fry guy, how's it going, my man? I'm doing well, Doc. I'm
1: excited that we're uh, we're a month into this now. Can you believe Happy it? Happy one month. Yeah. No, no I, mean, I mean, I can and I can't. It feels like we've been doing this for a while. It just feels so natural. It's been so much fun yeah. so far.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's been a great week. We, we're putting all the um, all the issues there on audio. Uh, people seem yeah. to be enjoying it on the audio, which is great. So we're, we're expanding uh, a little bit there. And uh, I got to say, I'm 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 very happy just to talk comics. And if it was just you and I, it'd be great. Um, but we've had a lot of great feedback, and uh, I'm very happy about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And We love seeing people talk. You know about how I think it was uh, DJ from Brightside saying how you know he's catching up on the audio because he'd missed the live show. Yeah. But how the live show is a different experience for him. It's something that's fun to be a part of. So, you know, we're trying to get better about how we want to handle the live show, you know, with you guys commenting and everything. And always please let us know if there are different stories you want us to look into, different issues, whatever, uh, that we could talk about down the line. And we'll be doing that. But you know, we'll be pulling up your comments throughout the course of the show. It's been fun. You know, and, and hopefully, you know, if you guys want to listen to if you want to watch us and listen to us or however you want to do it. We're we're just glad to have you here with us.
0: Yeah, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff.
1: So, like you said, we got you know new new books that are out this week that we want to touch on first before we talk about the two uh, bigger stories that you and I have uh, have been reading or have read recently. Um, DC this week, Doc had a couple of books that I reviewed for Geeks Worldwide. We have uh, two John, John Constantine heavy books. DC's three and Hellblazer Rise and Fall issue one, which is a black label book. Both of them are written by Tom Taylor. So, of course, you know, they're going to kick ass. Very happy with both of them. Hellblazer Rise and Fall. I personally liked more because obviously it's a little more Constantine centric, but it's different than what we've seen with um, Simon Spurrier's story, which was the the ongoing uh, story that they had over at DC. And while I like I like them both. I don't know that I can like which one I can necessarily say I like more than the other because this Tom Taylor issue—it's his first one. Yeah, I it just has it has a slightly different feel to it for me. I think because it feels like it's going to be like uh, a—it's not an event, but like a bigger adventure where with everything Spurrier's been doing, it's like it's it's these little quick one-offs, bing bang bang, boom, and it's fun. I like it, but it's it's not the same as where I'm getting the sense of now with, with, um, with, with Tom Taylor, as much as it's going to be a three-issue story.
0: Nice. I'm definitely going to have to pick that up, read it, and then uh, not effing spoil it on our show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good idea.
1: Yeah, definitely try yeah. to avoid doing that in the yeah. future. Good God, man. <laughs> I was stunned. I, it was like, I'm like, ah, we won't, I don't have to edit audio at all with Doc. We'll be good. We don't, we don't yeah, have yeah, intro yeah. music or anything yet. And then you go in... <laughs> Well, you know what
0: happened, right? yeah, so we we had this very specific conversation before, and i I was, okay, this is how I'll talk about it. And then after that, we we talked about we just talked about the book, and so for whatever reason, that's what my brain you know held <laughs> on to and then yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and and for those on the audio uh, who are just listening to us on the audio base tonight too, for you're noticing any glitches on our end, we apologize. There's just been yeah. some internet malfunctions as we're going along. But Doc and I are going to continue to plow through with that. But we are aware of it, and hopefully it doesn't become a, a consistent theme on our end. Marvel this week, Doc, has Black I- Widow issue one, which is written by Kelly Thompson. Personally, I'm not reading it, but Kelly Thompson – as I said on Change My Mind, she's done a she did a great job with Gambit and Rogue, whether yep. it was uh, Mr. and Mrs. X or Rogue and Gambit. I enjoyed them both, so I think if you like the Black Widow character, that's worth looking into. And then there's Marvel Zombies Resurrection issue one. I'm curious, is that something you're thinking about looking into?
0: Uh, I may. I may. Um, the zombie thing's a little played with me. You know, mm-hmm. especially after reading, I read a lot of uh, the DC, su- the deceased stuff. Uh, you know, back in the fall, um, yeah, I may pick it up. I'll wait and see. Uh, you know, a couple more issues go by if it continues to get some buzz, maybe I'll go back and pick them up. But for right now, it's a bit of a pass.
1: With see, that's the thing with Marvel right now. I feel, I, I mean, I don't know if it's an adult thing or a kids thing, but I feel like if it's something DC. I'm much more inclined to give it a shot whatever it is if it yeah. looks cool. But with Marvel, I don't I don't get that sense anymore. There, there are characters I care about, characters I want to read, but even then we've talked about X-Men and yeah. I only read so much X-Men right now because they've kind of frustrated with me me how they've handled them, you know, in the last couple of years or so.
0: Yeah, that 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 was sort of my tipping point with Marvel, I mean outside of Daredevil. I was just so we, we talked about it before. I was so jazzed up about it. And House of X, Powers of X, and they just killed me with the mm-hmm. rest of the stuff they put on. I can't do it. I and I and I, I just severed the ties, you know, with X Men. And and really, the only Marvel book I'm reading, uh, well, there's two, uh, Daredevil, and I'm reading the Darth Vader series, which which I enjoy. I and mean, that's oh, yeah. different, right, from the regular you know Marvel stuff that's out there. So I would uh, love to see that crossover, though. <laughs> no, oh yeah, <laughs> that would be something. That would be something. But I am
1: – I'm currently – the only one that's ongoing right now that I think I'm reading is Deadpool. I also was reading Moon Knight, but they put, a, they, they put a stop to that. But they're supposed to be coming back. I think Benjamin Percy is writing something. He's doing Wolverine too. So I may look into that as well because I, I kind of – I like some of Benjamin Percy's stuff. But yeah. but really for me, it was only Deadpool and Moon Knight I think. Yeah. Um, Because yeah, I've I've fallen off on a lot of on a lot of, but DC I'm just as strong. And then you know that's why you go and look into some of the indie comics. And there are quite a few things coming out this week. I know Image had Inkblot issue one, which I didn't pick up, but I may look into because it's the first issue, and I always I like to try and give Image a first chance. Like I don't feel as strongly about them as you do about Boom, but I kind of I don't know. There's like this. this respect that I have for Image because of because they've done what they're doing right. for so long and they've set kind of this foundation for for Boom and uh, now we're seeing TKO and then yours is, is it AAW right the, I believe the, so yeah yeah which yeah. I, I
0: I've got to read some of their books because I've heard nothing but great things yeah I
1: I will be talking about Sarah by Garth Ennis on here at some point I do own that I got it a little I think I got it just before we started the show I haven't read it yet it would have been up next for me but I picked up a book that Doc has recommended that we'll touch on. A little bit later but you have a couple image books at least one that you're reading right you're reading sea of stars is that correct
0: Uh, i'm reading both sea of stars and die so uh, those uh both came out this week uh sea of stars number six came out this week after a, a fairly long uh hiatus and again this is one of those books i didn't initially pick up uh, and, uh, and my guy at the comic shop says, you got, you got to read this and the art's beautiful. It's a sort of, it's a space, uh, fantasy story. Um, and it's just, it's a really, really interesting story. Uh, the art is gorgeous. And so I've, I've got it. I, I'll, I'll read it in a little bit. I have to, I'll probably go back and have to read the first five issues because it's. I feel like it's been like three or four months, maybe, probably even longer, to be honest with you, maybe like five or six months since this pandemic started that uh, the last issue came out. So that was that's a great book that I'm pretty sure I'll be talking about at some point on the show. Um, and then Die, number 13, uh, which I will definitely talk about at some point. This is a great fantasy horror book. Uh, it's based around uh, a role-playing uh, it's a board game, sort of like a Dungeons and Dragons kind of thing. is the premise of it, and it's written by uh, Kieran Gillum, who also writes Once in Future. Oh, and, uh, yeah. And so the art's gorgeous. Uh, the story is great. It will. It does get a little convoluted at times, but that's a minor, a minor thing. But uh, Gillum. Um, also created an actual role-playing game that you can play online for free based on this game. Okay, uh, that was, comics, I was going to ask.
1: so, so yeah. Die is not based on a game The game, there's the, a the game within the story, is what you're telling me?
0: Yeah, so essentially what the story is is uh, seven friends are, are playing this game, a role-playing game, like a Dungeons & Dragons type game, and they have this magic die. It takes them to this world. They create this world. 20 years goes by, Six of them oh. come back. One of them doesn't, and and then it just it goes on from there. It's uh, it's a a fantastic book, and um, that is also, you know, the gone through a couple of del- no, I wouldn't say delays, but some small hiatuses here and there. Uh, but it's a fantastic book that came out this week as well, and uh, I'm looking forward to diving into that.
1: Yeah, that one I, I got a. I mean, all these different titles have been hit by the pandemic a little bit. and yeah. I just wanted to see some of that art from from die right now i'm trying to pull it up right? yeah i
0: should i should have had a um oh you know what i can pull up oh,
1: give well me... why uh, don't you uh, tell why why don't you tell me instead about uh this one from boom that came out this week it's for you went by your rule you, you if yeah. it's boom you got to pick up a first issue if it comes out and this week we have we only find them when they're dead
0: yep yeah. so this uh, again uh you know going through what's new this week and boom number one okay i'm gonna grab it and this is again—it's another uh, sort of space—a uh, story that takes place in space. And essentially, uh, what the first issue is about is—it's—it's uh, <laughs> it's, kind of weird and hard to explain. But you've got these scavengers that um, encounter dead gods. So these huge, gigantic space like thanos type gods that have died and the scavengers go and they're all assigned a different region of the body that they're allowed to harvest the meat any metals any minerals and they're they're they butt heads because some people are trying to encroach on different parts of the body to harvest for themselves it's weird to explain uh but again the art is gorgeous the story is unique and I absolutely loved it. And so that was one that I picked up on a win that I really enjoyed. Okay. So I'm taking a look at
1: the art right now. I'm going to pull it up for everybody who's watching yeah. uh, the show with us. If my computer could just move a little bit quicker. Uh, let's see here. Because I'm trying to get die, and that was a little bit of a pain. But is this <laughs> what we're looking at for we only find them when they're dead? This guy right here with the beard? Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. Gorgeous art. I mean, just look at it. the The bright colors, a very, um, very 3D like. It's um, bright
1: colors, but it also looks grim at the same
0: time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, that guy's like definitely said, grim. It's, it's it's uh, it's a bizarre premise, but uh, it was I flew right through it while reading it.
1: And I'm looking at Die right now on Image Comics website, but for some reason, I can't get their art to pop up. It's being a little bit of a pain for me. That makes you wonder if the internet problem is on my end more so. <laughs> but I think I think you're able to read the first issue online for free. I see a tab for it right now. Read the first issue online. So must be must be an option there. If you guys are looking into interested in looking into die, like doc just recommended, he's he's reading it, it's on issue 13 right now. Yeah. Uh, Dark Horse had now this is not a rule for Doc. Pick up first issue of Dark Horse, but you have Dark Horse Spy Island that you're interested in. And we'll talk more about Boom, by the way, in a little bit, because tease. I have uh, my book is a Boom Studios publication, but tell me about this dark horse
0: book, Spy Island. So I was talking to Nick earlier, and and one of the things about my comic shop being closed and 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 is right now because they're doing renovations. Is and and because of the pandemic, you can't just walk into a store and, and peruse the books. So when it comes to finding new stuff it's been a little difficult because you like to pick up the book, flip the pages and uh, take a look. Oh yeah, maybe I'll grab this. So I rely a lot on buzz from Twitter and, you know, Nick's comic book minute and with the guys at Brightside and Indie Alley talk about it. Okay. This sounds interesting. Let me grab this. This one. I saw some buzz on Twitter. Uh, it sounds, I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but it sounded very interesting. Sort of this mystery horror vibes taking place around uh, the Bermuda triangle um and okay. so, uh, i wish i could say more about it but you know it's one that i picked up it sounded very interesting and uh next week i will uh, i will give a little uh just a little update on what i thought of it uh quickly but this is just okay. an example of trying to find something new uh in a day where we can't just peruse comic shops
1: yeah it honestly it sucks because you want like that's where some like, with with the indie stuff especially, that's where I just kind of get drawn in. Like, randomly, oh, I just see the art or whatever. Like, so for Dark Horse, um, there's a, a book that I reviewed for them written by – I think it was Aubrey Sitterson. It was a five-issue series. Uh, maybe I'll talk about it on here at some point to let you guys know about it a little bit. It was No One Left to Fight, and it was kind of this uh, – it was a manga – it was kind of, it was close to manga, but it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was, it was manga, but the art really grips you, and I love the story. But I remember actually talking to him, to Aubrey, a little bit because he he had read my reviews and he really like enjoyed the fact that I was seeing the story, but because he was concerned that you know people would just get caught up in the art, he wants people to be able to kind of take in the breadth of it all. And but I mean, you're gonna bring me in if I don't know that writer's name, it's got to be the cover, a thousand percent. And personally, Doc, I don't know about you, I. Can't st- I used to have a tough time with? All right, this is what the cover art looks like, and then I right. open up the book, and then wait a minute, it's not the same person. Especially as a kid, is like, wait, wait yeah. what is this shit?
0: <laughs> yeah, that never really bothered me too much, but it, it has, you know, come across. You know, I have had that experience a few times. It, it as long as the art in the inside the book is is really good, uh, I don't feel duped. But if you know you look at the cover and you get this beautiful cover and then you open up and the art really sucks, that's mm-hmm. gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put it back. It's. Yeah. Uh, it's,
1: so. <laughs> I'll have to do. I'll have to talk about no one left to fight at some point because as as Freddie points out, like that 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 one when you talk about colors, it's, this shit's crazy bright. The artwork was outstanding and I, I I'm I, you know it sucks. I feel bad for artists, but I think this happens to me a lot and I don't think I'm in the minority where you sometimes you can forget the artist's name a little bit more easily never mind the colorists or or the letterers but anyways uh, that's another story for another oh my point was though with dark horse i have i tend to have a tougher time giving those books a chance because i feel like it can be i don't know the art for them i just i for some of those books it just it doesn't get me in the same way whereas a boom seems to have kind of a theme uh, I, like they're not all the same but they're they're like in a similar family if you know what i mean
0: yeah that's how i feel with aftershock comics sometimes sometimes their art is a little <laughs> i don't want to say avant-garde but it's it's a bit different than you know what you get um it generally hasn't stopped me from i've, I've read some really good books from aftershock comics uh mm-hmm. but i have noticed like that's the one you know the one you know uh, company where i'm like the art it's always just a little bit different. Not that that's a bad thing, but sometimes right, – it's just not for us. Like, eh, exactly, exactly.
1: That's, that's what it comes down to. I mean you were talking last week about Black Hammer. I mean the, the, I, haven't, I, I haven't decided whether or not if I'm going to give it a shot. But right away you're telling me about the art, how it's more old school. That's, that's not for me in general. So right. we'll see. I mean the story sounds totally like it's up my alley. But yeah. I want to hear more about the book you have this week, which I know I, I, I was interested in looking at when it first came out. You're giving us a DC book this week, which I'm a little surprised by. Tell me about Harleen. <laughs>
0: uh, so, Harleen uh, is uh, written by uh, and drawn by uh, um, Stepan Sejic. And here's uh, the book here for this is book one. So, this is a, uh, a black label book. So, we talked about this last week. That's um, awesome. About, about black label. And again, my only issue is the this, is this actual physical size of the thing. I wish it was a little bit smaller, <laughs> but. Um, the Not art this is the, yeah. the height of the book exactly exactly uh but Harley uh, is a it was a great book and the thing with harley quinn and dc in general is you tend to get hit over the head with batman joker harley quinn right and especially mm. the past year you've had or in the past you know two years two uh suicide squad movies where the predominant character was you know harley quinn uh God knows how many Harley Quinn books, um, and but this one stood out to me because the cover. I, I mean, for those for those listening won't be able to you know pick this up, but those watching, that is an awesome cover. You know, to a comic, it's a book.
1: kick-ass cover. Yeah, it's just, so for those that who aren't looking right, oh, you know, you guys can go look it up and see the cover. It's great. It's just Harley's face, but it's it's very. Detail and those are the one of the kind of covers or is that is that what the artwork is like on the inside too?
0: Dr. Very I mean? much, almost, almost to a t, almost okay. to a t, because it's written it's written and drawn by the same guy. So I love it when that happens because you you get the full vision of what this book should be.
1: Yeah, right. and it's I mean you only see that with so many people, and that's one of the reasons yeah. why Batman White Knight, Curse of the White Knight, that's that's all Sean Murphy right there writing and doing the artwork. Yeah. So you have a little bit of a, a greater appreciation for that, but. Yeah. That, that artwork right there is where is, – it's not the same as um, Three Jokers, but it's kind of of that same family where it's kind of more – it seems more
0: cinematic. It, very cinematic. Very yeah. cinematic. And um, again, I think I, I, I said this uh, you know a couple of weeks ago when I was talking about um, – I can't remember the book I was talking But anyways, it, you could make this a cartoon. Right, like mm. f- this art would make you know, if you just animated, it, it would look beautiful. And and so I picked Harleen this week, one because I wanted to talk about it, but two, to me, it represents what black label is and what black label can be. Right. Mm. And so it's a little bit longer, so you get a better story. Um you can the, the you know, the the writer can really flesh his story out um it's it's r-rated but not over the top r-rated so yeah you get okay. some language yeah you get a little you know you get some sexual situations um uh, <laughs> yeah ooh, hubba hubba uh, but it's not it's not over the top right it's, it's just a really great balance of what i think a black label sh- book should be because hmm. uh, i feel like you either get something that's Okay, it's two over the top, uh, whatever. Or you get something like uh, uh, Frank Miller's Superman Year One, which was an absolute atrocity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was a really great representation of it. Uh, Curse of the White Knight's another great representation of it. Last Night on Earth's another, right? So there's a lot of really great potential. With Constantine watching. the Constantine stuff so far has yeah. been too. Yeah, so that's, that's part of the reason why I picked this. Now, what I love about this, what, about Harleen, is that – it's a great Harley Quinn origin story. We all know what the origin, what her origin story is, but the fun with Harley Quinn isn't to talk about her origin. It's the, the, the slapstick over the top comedy of what she has become, right? Starting mm-hmm. with Batman, the animated series when she was first introduced all the way up through the Harley Quinn cartoon now and what we see in the movies. What this book does well is it, it, it shows you where she started as a psychiatrist Uh, Mm -hmm. And that's sort of you know where the book begins. The book begins uh, with her at a at a symposium giving a talk about her research, uh, where she has this theory about how a lack of empathy uh, could lead to this sort of mental autoimmune disease. And with that, with psychosis being that of an autoimmune disease, she feels that she can cure it, and that's Mm -hmm. part of her research. And One of the people in that's in that symposium is Lucius Fox. And Mm -hmm. as the story progresses. He approaches her and gives her a grant uh, from the Wayne Foundation to go to Arkham Asylum to do her, uh, her research. And so that's really what book one is about. And so one other, this is not a spoiler. It's just one of the things that happens is between given this talk and her working at Arkham and she actually has an encounter with the Joker where it's the Joker and Batman are fighting. He kind of escapes and he puts a gun to Harley's head and he lets her live and he's in the getaway car. And the guy, you know, is one of his, you know, cronies, you know, asks her, why did you let her live? And this line stuck with me. I thought it was, um, absolutely fantastic. He said her eyes made me a promise. They promised to see me every night in her dreams. And it's that. that wow. On that, on what Joker is that, that psychopath. He, he, he gets off. Right. It's being able to see that terror, create that terror. And he was absolutely right. So throughout the entire arc of this story, you, you start to, you know, she, she has insomnia. She can't stop thinking about him. She's got to study him. She has to eventually interview him. And so, there's there's almost three mini arcs within this entire story. And it's sort of like Harley Quinn, the psychiatrist, book two, you start to see shades of Harley kind of come in, and then book three is then you know the, the birth of the Harley Quinn we, we know. Wow. So before before you continue on, dog,
1: you, you raised the point. I mean, this whole like the how people see her as this crazy kooky character and all that. And I think where Harley has kind of suffered in how she's been handled in like more mainstream mediums, I guess, whether that's shows or, or movies or whatever. Where you try and make Harley the main character, this the the one who the straw that stirs the drink, yes, yeah, she is that in some capacity, but you have to have quality around her oh, that yeah. that can react to her annoying nature. Because like Deadpool, Harley is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Primarily that's what she is all the time, a thousand percent. But with with Deadpool, there's a slight difference where you know Harley kind of has that that annoying voice. Deadpool is just he goes over the top. But I'm sure it has to do something with the fact that it's a male versus a female, right. um, which you know it's a shame that it is that way. But I think that's a component of it all. But with with Deadpool, he's also not a sidekick. Harley starts out as a sidekick to yeah. Joker. I think that's another thing that where where you start can create issues. But When I now, when people know that Harley was so smart, and I think they did a really good job with this, as the show's going along with the the Harley Quinn animated show, where you see how smart Harley actually is. In that, some of her craziness is just because of you know, partially you know, yes, she's she's got a screws, but there's also a level of boredom where she has to make things more interesting. I think when you start to know all that, you can just appreciate Harley by herself all the time, and I think it sounds like this book helps people understand that even more so.
0: Yeah, because it's fantastic. Because a, a common thing throughout the uh, the book is her inner di- her, her inner you know dialogue with herself, trying to self diagnose herself. Why why is this that, you know? And you know she's she's made choices good and bad, and she is represented in this in this story as very very smart. And you don't get any any of that typical Harley Quinn. You know, hey, well, you know, hey, Mister J, you know all that, hmm. you, know, you know, that you get. Hey, right? Mister J. You know, and um, and there's just throughout the book, there's little little glimpses of what you know to be Harley Quinn, but she still maintains, you know, who she is as a doctor hmm. up until you get to that third book when 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 things start to change. So, this was just and 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 to get to your point too where like you, you she needs strength around her what's also great about this book is she's like she's not just interviewing the joker she's interviewing killer croc she establishes a relation you see her relationship with poison ivy and how that forms and there's a great mm-hmm. uh great side origin uh to two-face in this book you get a nice little harvey dent two-face uh mm-hmm. story woven into this as well and so so you got
1: a lot there's a there's a shit ton going yeah. along with this book. You yeah. have all the different characters that are being introduced. And I understand it's important to for her to get introduced to all of them and brought into their world. And then you're talking about the different – like how there's like mini arcs within each story. And I know these books are bigger because Black Label always does that, whether it's double the size or, or even more so with each issue. Did it seem like at times there was a little bit too much going on
0: in this series? No, because the main focus really was – about uh, harleen um and joker and i would say it was even more so about harleen because it's it's about her trying to grapple with what's what's wrong with her and 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 so there's it's only a couple of panels or her interactions with these other inmates of arkham you know a couple two panels here with harley two panels here and there you know so it's not it's not like what DC tried to do, you know, with their movies and just cram everything in there all at once, uh, because these books are a little thicker, you know, a little, you know, a little bit longer, I should say. Um, it was able to both? space it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Thick, with three C's. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, he, you know, the the, the uh, writer there. um, um, Cedric really just, he pulled it off beautifully and, um, just, just start to finish just very, very surprising books because I got it. I just picked up book one. I didn't subscribe to it right away. Like, okay, I'll give this one a shot. Why not? And then next day I went back. I said, put the rest of it on my, my pull list. And it's nice that it's only three books long, which is great. Okay. At the same time. There was another Harley book, black label, um, Harley and Joker Criminal Sanity, which I think is like 10 books. It might even still be going. I gave up on that one, I think. Oh, okay. I've got the first four books. That's an example of the story was great, much different from this. There was this photorealism to the art that was very off-putting to me. Oh, I know
1: what you're talking about. I haven't haven't seen the art for that, but I know exactly what you're talking about because there's a cable story that I read, and I read all four trades of it but I didn't like it at all like yeah. I, didn't, I I like the story but I didn't like the art because it's just
0: that is strange to me I don't have much time for that kind of artwork and so this to me was the Harley story that that stuck with me that I really love so um, I, I can't recommend this one enough uh, especially if uh, you know you're a fan of you know and and you know you, you get a little bit of Batman in there not much just a of little um, but uh, it, it great great stuff
1: see that's I'm, I'm glad you read it and, and clarify all this for me because there was the, they kind of came out around the similar yeah. time, not a, not the exact same time, but you just, there's so much Harley stuff out there that, you know, I started to see black label, black label, Harley, Harley. It's like, oh, well, okay, I'm, it's just too much Harley at once for me. I don't need all of this Harley. I like her. She's cool. I'll, I want to read Suicide Squad. And I started reading Tom Taylor's Suicide Squad and it was pretty good. Um, but that was, that bugged me. So now I'll, I think I'm, pretty confident saying I'm going to go back and pick up Harleen and and go through that. I don't, and I, and I probably won't go through, um, the the what was it criminal sanity criminal sanity, yeah I criminal I sanity think
0: I've got the four I've got four books and I think I've only really read two of them I'm just like it's it's not for me because I didn't get yeah. it off my pull list in time before mm-hmm. the, the, the other books uh, came in because yeah. I forgot about it you know
1: one thing that you guys are gonna find too as much as like there's you know there's definitely th- reasons to be critical of of all books because you know you nitpick and that's what we kind of do with some of our stuff Doc and I are not gonna be talking about books we don't want to read or don't right. like because we just just, I personally just like well why would we waste our time like we yeah. don't we don't like it like we'll just tell you guys yeah, it wasn't for us because not yeah. everything's for us like you te- I think you texted me about um was it assassination nation assassination Assass- yeah yeah I I read the first issue of that and I was like no the art yeah. wasn't for me
0: <laughs> yeah I, I loved it but you know that's the thing right you know and so what we're trying to do is find books that we love and I think I said this uh, in issue one is we're not here to trash books except for Frank Miller's Year One Superman. Uh, but we're not here to trash books. We're here to, to 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 talk about books that we love, and and we hope that we can introduce something new to you, uh, yeah. so that you'll want to go out and, and read them yourself. And if you're finding we're not talking about certain books, you
1: think we would, you know why now? Because we just <laughs> we didn't like them, or we weren't interested in them in the first place. Right. Um, it's like that. It's like Mac, where he know he knew Hellboy was going to be a bad movie before he saw it. Yeah. I think we both kind of have that with, with books, and I, although I didn't hate Hellboy. He was right in his assessment when they did that review where it's a book, it's a movie that you would enjoy if you read the books, but I think it's yeah. a terrible way to go about making a movie, especially exactly. with one like Hellboy. Cause it's just right. the art is, that is some weird art, but I still like it. I don't know what to tell you. Now, <laughs> my, um, did you have anything else about Harleen before we move on to my book?
0: Uh, other than there was a great little chiropractic reference in there that I enjoyed uh, very much. Chiropractic? Oh, of course,
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. All right. So this week, this is a book that I have t- I have touched on quite a bit on Change My Mind because I think it was ongoing when uh, – or the event was ongoing when – we first started the show. Uh, this is Mighty Morphin. Uh, I'm sorry, this is Power Rangers Shattered Grid, and the reason it's not just Mighty Morphin there was also Go Go Power Rangers, and they crossed over together. Where we saw the Ranger Slayer stuff going on with Go Go Power Rangers, and then we have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, kind of dealing with the larger stuff. And then there are other um, Rangers that are introduced in all this. It's written by Kyle Higgins and Ryan Parrow, Parrot. I don't know. I don't know how you say his name. I apologize. Um, the artists are uh, Jonas Scarf, Daniel D. Niculo, Again, I'm probably saying some of these names wrong. With Simona D. Gianfelice, Dan Mora, who I've spoken of before, and he does he does great work, and obviously he does Once in Future. That Doc has taught a ton. Um, and Diego Galladino, uh, color artist. Joanna Lafuente, Walter Beaumonti, Raúl Angulo. And then Marcelo Costa. Always got to make sure we get the colorist. And I think somebody actually tweeted that out today, Doc. Someone from Marvel. And uh, want to make sure that we always do that. But oh, okay. like I said, yeah. Right but it's, 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 you know, I, I understand it's something that can get easily overlooked. And that's why sometimes people got tweeted out. But anyways, so the big thing with this book is the character who action figure I had to get. I got to get Ranger Slayer at some point. But <laughs> Lord Draken. Okay. <sighs> Doc, let me ask you something.
0: Who was your? Did you actually? Did you watch Power Rangers, or were you too old for that? So uh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just a touch too old. My 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 brother's uh, five years younger than me, so he was obsessed uh, with Power Rangers. He was a big White Ranger guy. had the had the sword. Um, okay. I, I watched the show a little bit, but it wasn't in my wheelhouse. I was
1: just a touch too old for that. If you were touched too old for it, then it must have been miserable to watch. Because I have since gone back. This was this was probably five <laughs> years ago, but I went back, it was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. But that acting, as much as I loved Amy Joe Johnson as a kid, she was probably my first oh, crush true. Well, Yep, as a kid. True. I
0: will say, yes, I was very, very smitten with the Pink Ranger. You know she's from Mass,
1: right? I sure do. So I but that was so I had but I love the show in general. But anyways, I've since gone back and watched it, and that acting was so bad. Yeah,
0: awful. Some it of the was worst bad things. back then, and yeah, I couldn't imagine going back and watching it. Yeah, now.
1: but as a kid, I, in, that, in that moment, I said, "I think I said, to, I said, God, my parents, I, I put them through so much torture because <laughs> this is awful." And I, I loved the Power Rangers. They were my absolute favorites. I went to these to have, like Power Rangers, come to the mall and everything, and I, I was all about that stuff. My parents still have pictures of me with, I think, <laughs> Red Ranger and Yellow Ranger, of course, oh, Trini and yeah, Trini and uh, and Jason, but. My favorite, much like your brothers, was Tommy. He was the Green Ranger, and he was the White Ranger. Depending on who you ask, You know which one of those two is the better Ranger. I think Goo posted something recently, and I think he asked which one are you more a fan of because I think it came up on Mac and Goo, to which I then said it's Lord Draken, because Lord Draken is Tommy, but with the powers of the Green Ranger, as you can see the green colors on his not shoulder pads, but whatever that thing is. And then the rest of his, in his gauntlets, and then the rest of his outfit, including his helmet, is white. He has both, he has the powers of both. And he's evil. He is one of my favorite villains that I've seen <laughs> over the past, in, in comics, over the, it's he's, you know, there's that, um, like with Thanos, it's like every hero, and I'm sure with, and with Loki too, right, we see that the hero that's, um, I'm sorry, the villain that is the hero of their own story. And I'm sure you can you can kinda twist that for Draken, but I kinda look at him, it's like he's just he's just fucking evil, man. He just <laughs> wants to have it he wants to have his everything for himself, screw everybody else, take everything he can from them, and then make the world create the recreate the world in his vision. And like with Thanos, it's it, it's a different vibe than that, right? Yeah. Yo, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, he's trying to help everybody. He just thinks that his way is the best way, but he's trying to help as you know, half the people that exist or half the creatures that exist in all you know all of the universe. And it's just that the other half are gonna have to suffer for it. With yeah, for Lord it Draken, the greater good, right? Exactly, it's the greater good. Lord Draken wants to strip all the Power Rangers of their powers and then take over the entire multiverse. So there's so you have and he, a pure evil villain who wants nothing but um but to make his his own life better he's um, going you're dealing with the power Rangers who are an entity that I loved as a kid and I, and I think you know a lot of people in my age range loved as a kid and the artwork is awesome it's it's like I'm gonna get better about defining this for the show because I feel like there are certain categories that each art falls under. Like, you know, we talk about like manga, and then there's the the realistic art, or the yeah, the, the realism is how photo realism, yeah, photo realism. Thank you, Photorealism, Then there's the cinematic. This is more, and then obviously there's like the classic comic book type, and then there's cartoony. I think this is somewhere like. Uh, I don't know. Like when I think of modern comics, this is kind of what I'm going. I think of here, Um, and it's like a like a hint of the old stuff, a hint of cartoony, like cartoon show, and then um, a little bit of like of uh, manga brought into it as well. Like more Dan Mora, and then Dexter Soy, who's one of my favorite guys from. um, who did Red Hood for a while? Like they're they're kind of in that similar family. So I'm trying to get better about defining it, and I'll work on that for you guys. But that's what this art is. Obviously, Mora being involved in it, you know, gives you a better idea of what's going on. But um, but yeah, I mean, there's Lord Draken, and then I got to get a, a Ranger Slayer one. But Kimberly, there's his universe is Kimberly becomes his uh, brainwashed Ranger assassin. Oh and boy, she goes around with that bow killing as many of them as she can and you know that there's some you know it's just there's a lot with with those two she's kind of more in the go-go power ranger story he's more highlighted in the mighty Morphin power ranger story but the it's an epic battle there's a lot going on but it's really not confusing and you're dealing with rangers too like other ones like there's um the like the neo rangers and the dino rangers um and i it's it's not confusing though Really, what it comes down to. I I got the deluxe version. I think I told you to get it on Comixology as well, so that way you kind of get everything wrapped up together. And the reason I wanted to get go into this is because Power Rangers has a has an event going on right now with um, with Ranger Slayer and with Draken. So I don't I'm not sure what's going to happen with Draken yet, but I wanted you guys to be aware of this. Um, and, and this is kind of where it all well, there was Draken before this, but this is kind of the big Power Rangers event.
0: Okay, nice. So you you had suggested to me to read this, and we thought about maybe doing a solo uh, uh, show on this to, to go along with the event, and then we decided to uh, you know do a couple different things. So I started reading this. I got an issue in uh, before I got sidetracked. Loved it, but I was a little confused, and so I guess the, hmm. my question would be only because I feel like there was stuff that I should have read going into this, that may, yep. you know, would have prepared me a little bit more. So, um, while I, I loved it and I was able to pick it up and, and, and figure it out as I went along, what are the books that you would recommend that sort of lead up to this, that if people wanted to go out and read this, they would, should also maybe consider reading, um, beforehand. So with, with this, there
1: is quite a bit beforehand to read. Um, Draken was introduced in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers run, I believe it was issue seven, and I'm going to go back and read all that because I didn't go back and read all because like, I just want to read about Draken. I yeah. saw all this, I was late to the game, and I was like, I, I got to get in on it because it just sounds awesome. My guy at the, sh- the shop at, at Toy Vault's telling me about it. I got, I got to give it a look. There is more, and I and I am going to be uh, looking into that a little bit more. But I had just done some research on what the deal with Draken was, and that's kind of why I knew. This guy's evil. He had the, the 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 powers of the Green Ranger. He worked with Rita in his world. Over you know, took out all the Rangers. You know, took over the world and all that. Um, and, then, and then there's more stuff. But he also had the White Ranger powers as well. So there's stuff you learn about um, him in those other in, in previous issues for sure. But I kind of tried to, to jumpstart the the process so I could read Shattered Grid because it just looked. Like it was such a it's such a crazy event and something everybody was talking about on, on
0: comics Twitter yeah and they do do a good job at explaining sort of what's going on I just there were certain points it's like I feel like I'm missing something I know uh, that feeling know. yeah and yeah uh, but um, the art is gorgeous mm. and and the the action in it um, is great and I look forward I look forward to to, to finishing it off and uh, and reading the whole thing and then uh Getting into this event that that's going on now, so this was uh, some good shit. I think I think
1: it's Power Rangers has done well for Boom Studios. I don't know if it's their is their top one. I, I by by no means do I know any anything like in in that regard. But I think that is something. If you grew up liking the show, you and you like comics or you're kind of interested, I think this is something that's worth your time. And 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 if you want a little t- a greater taste of it, go read um, the Power Rangers. TMNT crossover which maybe I maybe at some point I'll touch upon but that's another one that was ongoing although yeah, that does look awesome we keep we keep talking about Mac and goo goo was a little bit rattled by the, the Turtles being in Power Ranger uniforms but
0: oh I thought they looked dope those I, I thought that was awesome
1: so did I but that it mean but that's just Goo. he's, he's yeah. You know. yeah they're not they're not the turtles from the the 90s movies then then what are we doing <laughs> but Anyways, uh, I do want to make good on um, something else that I brought up earlier. Speaking of all this boom stuff, Doc, you mentioned Once in Future, we talked about that. I forget which issue of TLDR it was. I told you I picked it up last week. I've read, I believe, the first three issues of it, and it's just such an easy read. I cannot believe that they started this out as just a six-issue story. that wasn't ongoing from the jump. I'm very excited uh, to continue reading this. I will be catching up and reading it uh, every step of the way. And maybe I'll start reviewing it too for each worldwide. I've enjoyed it that much. So it was a great call by you.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love it. And I just, I just caught up myself. I was, excuse me, a couple issues behind. Cause I had to, I picked up a, a huge stack for my comic shop on uh, this past Saturday. So the second arc, man is even better if you can believe it. And it just gets wild. So uh, you, you're in for a good, uh, a good little ride there, buddy. The second arc is even better. Yeah, just balls to the wall action. The character that they introduce uh, in the second, you know, uh, is just a badass. And now they're going to introduce. So So it, it seems like they're going to just keep sort of like adding uh, mythic, uh, you know, characters uh, into the story. And I love where it's going so far nice I'm so,
1: I'm so in on this this is such yeah. it's such an awesome book i I, reg- I I'm I mean again I'm only three in but doc has has already backed it and I'm I'm backing it now three three issues again I think we're gonna be doing that going forward where we start you know picking up a first issue once we get to three we kind of can get a feel for where yeah. we're at um, and we'll let you guys know if they're worthwhile or not but yeah. speaking of, of backing stuff uh, we know that Scott Snyder has Nocterra which is going to be coming out with Image Comics next year, early next year. I'm not sure what month necessarily, but you can back that now on Kickstarter. And that campaign has been going very well for him. And uh, you'll be able to get a collector's edition. I think it's black and white, right, dog? We we both did the $25 package. Yep. So – we would get that collector's edition trade, but you came across, um, we, we talked about Keanu Reeves book in the past berserker yeah. without all the ease in it. Yeah. And, uh, that's with boom studios, 12 issue series. Yeah. You, you came across some of that. Is that on Kickstarter now too?
0: Yeah. So I was, uh, cause you had asked about, uh, you asked me about earlier. And so when I, when I typed it in, cause I want to know when it comes out, it comes out, uh, early October. Uh, there was also this link where I guess boom studios is, trying to do this thing with kickstarter to help promote it where um they've got different packages where you can um you can buy on kickstarter to help um you know help the artists and everything and and, and so you get like um special collected edition so I, i've got it up right now so it ain't cheap folks um and i guess i guess boom studios took a little bit of flack for this but um, you can, it starts with $50 and hmm. $50 gets you, uh, essentially what you're doing is you're buying all the trades right up front. So they're saying it's going to be three glossy trades. Um, and then the $75 one gets you, uh, exclusive soft covers, which, um, uh, a limited di- edition covers um and some different perks with that and then i mean it goes up to 99 dollars. you get them all in hardcover 125 is exclusive hardcover and it, it goes up to 2500 where $2, you can where you can appear in berserker and uh um uh, platinum immortal so you can get in you can be in the book uh it, it seems like a steep price and i can understand why they got a little bit of flack for that uh, it's definitely something new because it's not like the book needed funding, um, but they are offering some some pretty cool exclusive stuff. But the prices are a bit steep. Uh, yeah,
1: I wonder why why are they doing it at just after Scott Snyder did it, where he's having to come up with Image Comics. Obviously, yeah. there's something there's something going on there with the, with these indie studios. But with like because with Snyder, I didn't realize it initially. That's why I made sure when we talked about it on here to mention. That it's something that you can wait for to come out with, like w- with image next year. Right. I didn't realize that when I backed it initially, but that's fine. I have no regrets. Twenty-five bucks to get the collection yeah. edition. at Scott yeah, Snyder. But fifty. To, but the thing is, though, Doc, fifty to get all the trades. If you do the math out, that's prime. That's not really that bad. Like if you, like, right. I'd have to. I mean, math's not my forte, but, um, what is
0: that? usually uh, trades will vary anywhere from 15 18 you know bucks a piece yeah if they're a little bit thicker depending on how you know what i mean so it's not far off um and and that's not bad you know it kind of guarantees you that and you get some cool exclusive stuff with it but that's if i were to give it a go that would be the only tier i'd Consider right, yeah. um, but I know they're coming out, it's sort of like what Disney's doing Soon, with- too. Oh, yeah, Berserker yeah. comes out, uh, I think second week of October, October 7th, yeah, first week of October, yep. Um, also to go back to the Scott Snyder thing, if you, if you want to back that to get some of that exclusive stuff, I think it ends in a week. You've only oh. got a week or two. I think September seventeenth. I saw is when okay. that ends. So if you want to back that to get some exclusive stuff, but hmm. it's interesting. Uh, I'm sure there's there's a point to it in terms of generating extra revenue and uh, giving yeah. the fans a different experience with it. But twenty five hundred bucks. Whew. That's oh, that's that's just ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, they, people pay for that
1: stuff. I mean, yeah. I, I know when Scott Snyder did his thing, and I forget his artist name, but um, I know he did Batman stuff with them too, uh, DC. But either way, um, they they did they offered master classes and they were like three hundred a pop. People wanted to take those. Those those were gone um, yeah. within the first day. So diehard fans will pay for this kind of yeah. stuff. With this, I'm not certain. I mean, I I am absolutely going to read this. At least give it the first three issues and Definitely. then see and see where it is. But I I don't know. I mean, I I'm gonna have to do the math. I can't do the mental math right now. Fifty dollars for twelve issues. Um, it sounds like it's I don't know. I I can't. I can't it's
0: close. It's close enough where they'll get you to at least think about it.
1: Yeah. Know? So that, I'll, I'll do the math and, and then kind of see from there. But anyways, um, so yeah, they, that was that one. I'm I'm not I'm not certain about, but. Um, but I'm definitely going to be reading the book. Oh, so yeah. before we get rolling, Doc, for the live, for the li- people who are watching us live, um, what do you got going on tonight on the stream after this?
0: Uh, so at 9 o'clock, I will be hopping on stream, and I'll be playing some Avengers. Uh, the game came out uh, earlier in the week, and I, I played a little bit. Um, I haven't had a chance to dump back in, so I'm looking forward to that. So at 9 o'clock, I'll be uh, streaming Avengers. Nice. Good shit.
1: All right. Awesome. So until next week then, Doc, stay sexy. You know it.